It's news from heaven, meeting the spirits of the longitudinal sinus. You know, there's the ghosts of Christmas past, and then the, it's the human spirit, and then the spirits of the longitudinal sinus. Yeah, the, the spiritual world has reference and interaction to all the little bitty parts of our brains. We were just talking about this in an episode of, a little while ago, although they were talking about like the broad organ systems, but here it's right down to the little parts of the brain. Can you believe it? Well, and and even like this sort of shows Swedenborg being a little prescient about how some of the things in the brain work. Okay, let's take a look and let's because you've got a brain. How's yours working right now? Yeah, they're they're fine. They can go a little haywire, and they're very very complicated. And why why if your God goes through all the trouble of making brains in people and having that be the mechanism by which who knows exactly how. And Swedenborg is asserting that you've got the consciousness, which is the spirit, but obviously is affected by the brain, which is physical, and you're going to see that here. This is why all this spiritual stuff he interacts with has counterparts in the physical stuff. Why do that if you're God? Well, it's because the brain is not just, okay, it's something will stick in physical people. This is something that occurs in all on all scales of reality and all, with all levels of reality. And in the end, hopefully it leads us to a place where we can get our brains in a position where God can send love and truth into them because you've got all this spiritual interference around your mind and all the negative side of everything wants to try to take advantage of this structure to harm you right and so this is why you know almost the entire human race is struggling with all these anxiety issues mental health issues is why it's so hard to be a human being but there is uh, the reality is that you're fine, and everything's fine, and that that you know that you are surrounded by so many layers of protection and help. And what seems like a chaotic, uncontrolled process is absolutely precision engineered to get you to be completely safe and happy and in heaven and all that. So let's see if we can't, by learning more about how things really are, open us up a little bit to that reality in the weirdest way possible. Let's meet the spirits of the longitudinal sinus. Now, this is an N NFH PDF, News from Heaven PDF, like you've never seen before in your life. Just This is this is an outlying episode because we've got all kinds of stuff in here. So Chelsea did the cool research for this, and I put some of her notes in here. We kept the title in here because I just want to walk you through how we're connecting some stuff that people are writing today with what Swedenborg is writing about these spirits. So first, we got this title here, Meeting the Spirits of the Longitudinal Sinus. And you'll see this, Longitudinal Sinus is the Swedenborg's term that he uses to describe this part of the brain. Are you with me still? Hello? Oh, everybody left. This spirit that interacts with a certain part of the brain that he's calling the Longitudinal Sinus. Keep in mind, Swedenborg was at the cutting edge of anatomy in the 1700s, so he knew about these little parts of the brain. He had, I think, performed you know research on cadavers. He had seen this stuff you know, out in front of him, not just felt having it in himself. Nowadays, we don't call it necessarily that. Well, it's usually called the superior sagittal sinus or superior longitudinal sinus, I guess, at times. What to do, this houses the flow, because what it does in the human body is relevant to what sort of spirits are around it. This is the world of Swedenborg. It's, it's awesome and crazy. This houses the flow of cerebrospinal fluid, which is critical to the health of the brain. So an important part, you can check out more about it here in this Wikipedia page on it. What a great resource. And this is from a little journal article from PubMed. 
Is meditation associated with altered brain structure? A systematic review and meta-analysis of morphometric neuroimaging in meditation practitioners. Okay, so here we go with our efforts to start to see, is there, what's the connection between spiritual, what's traditionally classified as spiritual stuff, like meditating, and then physical stuff, like the brain, because we know, wait a second, meditating helps us feel better. It seems to open this up. It seems like through meditating, you can kind of dispel the negativity that's coming at you. So what is that? And does it, is it just like, okay, some light comes in, or is there something actually changing the nature of the brain structure as that light comes in? Can you really affect one without the other? Anatomical likelihood estimation, ale for short, I'm going to drink some ale. Haha, <laughs> it's a scientist joke. Meta-analysis found eight brain regions consistently altered in meditators. Okay. So you go meditate, it changes the shape of your brain, including areas key to meta-awareness, the frontopolar cortex, BA10, exteroceptive and interoceptive body awareness. I wonder what that means. Exteroceptive and interoceptive body awareness. Sensory cortices and insula, memory consolidation and reconsolidation, our good friend the hippocampus, that one y'all have heard of because it's got such a funny name, self and emotion regulator, anterior and mid-cingulate, orbifrontal cortex, and intra and interhemispheric communication, the superior longitudinal fasciculus, corpus callosum. So the fasciculus, you know, this is not what you came here for, but let's see what you're getting. As I understand it, and man, am I not a brain scientist, the fasciculus are these neurons here. I can tell from this picture. So this is, there's a space in between your brain here. We're seeing it from the side. You've got this channel, and in them flow these, the superior longitudinal fasciculus, which is these neurons here. And they flow through, ooh, I think, the superior sagittal, um, sagittal from our title, sinus. Okay. So, you got the space in which they go and the neurons. You don't need to know all this. You, you do need to know all this, but it doesn't, this is not why we're here. This is the groundwork that we're laying. So, you've got the space that's in there that allows for these neurons to go through, and those, those neurons somehow, like when you meditate, that grows. So, having that, having that, the kind of peace and groundedness and everything that's associated with meditation affects this stuff that's in this spot that relates to this particular spirit. Okay. Let's see what the spirit's doing. Let's meet him. Once there was a spirit. Ah, it sounds like Dr. Seuss. Once there was a spirit, or a limerick, right, near my head talking to me. Okay. And from his tone, I perceived he was in a calm state like that of a peaceful sleep. Okay. So we've got Swedenborg way before anybody's doing that ALE that we talked about and imaging the brains of meditators and things. Swedenborg is saying there's a spirit near his head because I get all spirits relate to you, meaning the human body is like the table of contents of life. So all the spirits Swedenborg encounters would appear like in their relation to his body, which is because it's their relation to the grand body. You've been around this channel a bit. You know that, right? And... This is a, that spot in the brain that he, that this spirit relates to, gets bigger when you meditate. 
and meditate is is associated with Calm. I have an app on my phone called the Calm app, and they teach you how to meditate in there. And this spirit is, before Swedenborg could have known that there was that link between being calm and meditative in the growth of this part, this spirit is in a peaceful state associated with that part. So this spirit is sort of in the state we're trying to get to when we meditate, and he's linked up to that part in Swedenborg. Whenever I go like that, it means, yeah, right? He asked one question after another, but with such good sense that he could not have done better wide awake. So he's on this like sort of positive autopilot where he's really in a calm state like a peaceful sleep, but he's got his mind with him. Is it some kind of meditative state? I could tell that angels at a deeper level spoke through him. Okay. And that his state allowed him to understand and convey what they said. So you have a spirit who is representing this. What's that? This is better. Representing this little place here that allows for things to go through, and you have angels talking through him, which is like these neurons that are going through that space. Spoke through him, and his state allowed him to understand and convey what they said. Oh, okay. So he's in this calm state, like that of a peaceful sleep, and that is what's allowing him to understand what these angels are saying. So if we're talking about how do you get, why, when you say, look, I'm having mental issues, and there's a lot of things people will do to try to help you out, one thing they say to you, I know from experience, is meditate. Meditation, mindfulness, they'll call it, you know, breathing exercises, concentration, slow down the monkey mind if you can, that helps, that helps mental health. So this is saying this spirit, because he's in this meditative sleep-ish state, is able to understand what these angels say and communicate it. Told you it's relevant, or did I? I asked about his state, describing it to him. I don't say anything that isn't good and true, he answered. I can tell when it's not, and if something that's not comes to mind, I don't let it in or verbalize it. He said of his state that it was peaceful, and I had the opportunity to feel it when he communicated it to me. Just so you know, the state that that spirit is in is a state of high-end enlightenment. When you can get to the point where you understand, look, there is stuff coming into my mind, and this is a fundamental truth in Swedenborg, and you got to believe it. There's stuff, it's not your, you're not creating the thoughts that come. The thoughts are coming and they're coming from sources. This is why we have this such a polarized experience where you can get really comforting, uplifting, protecting, saving thoughts that come into you. And then it seems like your same brain, a second later, is trying to shovel in the worst case scenario to you, which is having a negative effect on you. It's because goodness and truth is coming in from heaven and evil and falsity is coming in from hell. I don't know the mechanism. I couldn't point to how exactly they that stuff gets into the brain, but it does. And to get to the state where, as Swedenborg says, if we s- saw the case, I'm paraphrasing a translation, but I'm trying to get it close. If we believed, as the case really is, that all evil and falsity is from hell, and all goodness and truth is from heaven, we would be saved or liberated in an instant. 
Because whenever we felt something, and this is still my paraphrase, whenever we felt something uh, good and true, we wouldn't get puffed up and take credit for it. We would just know this came from angels. And whenever anything evil and false came in, we would send it back into hell. We would just say, I'm not engaging with that because I know it's false because it's evil. That's the state the Spirit is in. He says, look, I'm, I can tell, this is called, also called perception by Swedenborg. Um, uh, I don't know why I need to write that. There, that's great. Perception is what this state is called, being able to tell if something is good and true or if it's evil and false, and that that's actually wisdom. Wisdom is not like, how can I think of the best ideas? Wisdom is, how good of a filter can I be when something that comes to me, is this right or is it not? I don't let it in or, or don't, look at that. I don't let it in or verbalize it. So it doesn't come out of my mouth, but it also doesn't ruminate. There's not that rumination going on. And because of that, he's talking to the angels. He's in a happy state, and that lines him up with this important part of the brain. I was told that spirits like this relate to the sinuses or major blood vessels in the brain, and that others like him relate to the longitudinal sinus between the brain's two hemispheres, where conditions are quiet, no matter how turbulent the brain is on either side. Wow. And isn't that true? Don't they, they scan that there's a, there's always like a calm in there, even if you're, so isn't that a meditative thing in itself? Like, okay, life is turbulent, but there's a calmness, not that you that the longitudinal sinus can like zap the brain so it doesn't get revved up, but it's uncalm no matter what's going on on either side. And that that is the state of the truth that even though yeah you've got you've got a uh, heaven trying to come in and help you you've got hell trying to come in and mess with you both of them trying to recruit you heaven to a life of joy and happiness and peace and hell to a miserable ego-based evil state or they're trying to just kill you if you won't do that whatever it is they're trying to hell trying to ruin the human race god trying to save it uh, and every single one of us who buys into that if you go and live live and love you know the heavenly life which is just to love what's what helps other people you go and become an angel and you become part of that critical mass of good stuff or if you spend your life thinking hey what if it feels good i'm going to do it doesn't matter who it hurts actually i like hurting people so i'm going to do that you become hell and so you add to the power of hell and and because 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 it's all one system you know whatever the great spiritual brain is you know every person either tips it one way or the other way you know the, the chemical balance in there and uh, when you've got both the sides coming at you, the state that, that we're trying to get to is to, you know, we're, we're, we have some measure of calm even when it's raging on either side. And how do you get that calm? It's because you know that over it all, over all this, you know, if you were to zoom out from all the stuff on either side, you know, and you were like, let's pretend this is life here. And let's pretend there's all the chaos of life here. And there's like the stuff we want, the stuff we don't want. There's all kinds of stuff, all these passions and life events and everything's around in here, right? It's all around in there. But to understand that God has got this whole thing. That God is providence, right? So that God's divine planning is around all this is actually that that what seems like a huge swirling chaos is like this carefully contained little thing that God is leading us through. This is our, just our little life, and there's 
you know, there's so much more coming and there's so much of a trajectory. It's that everything is much more organized than it seems. If you were just looking out into the brain, you would think, what is all this? These neurons are firing. It's all crazy. But this is a process that's meant to bring us to total happiness and peace. And that's the news from heaven. That's always the news from heaven. So if we can hold on to that and with that grounding strength, then when anything comes, you know, just, okay, I can tell that's not good and true. I'm out of here. I'm not worried about my reputation. I'm not worried about how things will turn out because I know God is going to bring me better than I could bring myself. And I know God's got a plan for this moment and he's got a will. And I just want to say, what can I do in this moment to do that? Well, getting in that state, if everyone was in that state, how would the world be doing? If we were in that state, how would our lives be doing? That is worth pursuing. That's really what it all comes down to. That's the cool idea. And it doesn't seem like that. It seems like life is just hard and crazy, but that's really the truth. It's really out there and everything's going to be fine. Hope you like the show. Leave a comment. Please t- tell us uh, how you use that idea, what it's doing for you. If you want to support us, otle.cosvox.com. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, this put me in a good mood. Hopefully it did the same for you. I'll see you very soon.